Bokertov, today's daf is daf nun vav in gitten, as we learned for a four shleim of Falas ben Ruma, yesterday we got down, we started the story with the Sakrikan. What are the Sakrikan doing in this Gemara? So again, this Mishnah, all these Mishnahis in this parak were brought down because of Tikkun Olam, because of a betterment or benefit for society. And here also we talk about at the time after the war, after Titus's war, uh, when things settled down, they weren't just uh, free to kill the Jews. So any of the uh, any of the uh, bandits, the ruffians who had taken uh, Jewish property by force and paid a discounted price for it, the Rabbana made a to try to get the, the the land back in the hands of the Jews. That's what the mission described the various taconists that they did uh, when you know when you're allowed to get it back and how you're allowed to get it back and if you get it back at the end you should pay something to the Jews also the difference and allow them write a first refusal. All that was a very basically for Tikkun Olam. So the Gemara talked about the Sikri, the Mishnah talked about the Sikrikan, which were uh, there at the time of Titus's war. So we got into the discussion about the war and um, how it all started with the story of Kamsa Bar Kamsa, because the host did not allow his enemy to partake in the meal. So he got angry at the Jews because the rabbis were there and they didn't say anything. So he went and ratted on them to the to the king and said, you know, he won't even, you'll see they won't even accept your carbon. Uh, uh, carbon from a goy is accepted, but not if it has a mum. So he put a mum in it. And Rabzcharya ben Afkulis, who was there, he didn't want to punish the guy, he didn't want to kill the guy, because you're not going to kill a guy just for putting a mum in an animal. And on the other hand, he wouldn't bring the animal because it had a mum. So because of that, the word went back to the Roman emperor that the Jews are disgracing him by not offering his carbon. And therefore, he started the war against him. All this, all this came about because uh, a Jew would not allow uh, his enemy to partake in the meal, even if the enemy decided, you know, offered to pay for the entire meal. So, uh, because of this whole story, that's how it emanated. So, how did the war break out? So, Shutter Light, we're at the fifth line of the wide lines on Nun Vavman Alphas, where we left off yesterday. Uh, the Roman king, Shutter Light, and Lanier and Kesar, he said Nero, the famous Nero to fight against the Jews. Kikaasi, when he came, Shadanira Lemizra, he sent an heir to the to the east. Also enough when she came, it, it fell into Yushalayim. Lamarvi sent it to the west. He threw he, he shot an arrow to the west, also enough of Yushalayim. Abruchas, any direction that he sent it to, Abruchas Shemaim, also enough when he came in Yushalayim, as if to say that you know he was uh, uh, it was going to be very easy to conquer Yushalayim. Amrle Inuka say he said to one of the Jewish children there, what Pasik did you learn today? Amrle. I will, I will revenge against Edom Biyadam Israel through my nation Israel. Omar. So Nero said, Ah, Kuchaburuchu Boy Lakhruva Base. The Barshlam wants to destroy his his house, Basin Mikdash Rushlaim. Boy Khvuryade, Bogarvan, he wants to wipe his hands on this guy, mean on me. He wants to blame me for doing this because I don't I hardly have to make any effort and it's going to be able very I'm able to destroy Rushlaim because. You see, I have like siyata deshmai to destroy the temple. So God wants to uh, uh, destroy his temple and blame me. I don't want to any part of this. Arachim ran away, but also and he went to Geir. He became, a, he, he, he converted to Judaism. But after mayor, mayor uh, descended from Nero. Interesting. So Nero was, was, a, was seemed bad. He was sent to do bad, but he tr- turned around, became one of the Jews. And he left, and he quit the uh, quit the Romans. So the emperor realized that 
his wishes were not being fulfilled. So he sent Ispasinus, which is translated as Vespasian Caesar. Uh, he was also like a, an emperor of sorts. Um, he was a Caesar. He, he went and he besieged Yerushalayim for three years. There were three very wealthy people in Yerushalayim, as we'll see, who could have sustained the Jewish people for a long time. Uh, there were three rich people, Nakim ben Gurim, the famous Nakim ben Gurim, uh, who was wealthy, Ben Kalva Sabua, father-in-law of Rabbi Kiva, uh, Ben Sitzis Akesas. Uh, now these three people had these various names. Why would they call those names? Nakim and Ben Gurim, Remember, he promised to pay, uh, he, you know, he paid off to, for, to get the water and uh, for this, uh, the, for the, there was a, like a drought and uh, he bought the water and he said he'll pay him a large amount of money if he doesn't pay by this day. And then, of course, the day was uh, coming to an end and Hashem held up the sun for him. The sun stayed up for him uh, so that he wouldn't lose his, uh, his money. So, um, so that's why he's called Nakim Shinnakul Hamavur. The sun uh, stayed up for him. Uh, the sun shone for him. Then Kalva Sabua, why was he called? She called Nichols Base. Whoever came into the house, Kshurov, as hungry as a dog, Yotze Kshurov, went out full. I guess the the word for uh, for the the phrase "hungry as a dog" must have emanated because dogs weren't usually kept as household pets, and they were always uh, searching for food. They were hungry. If you went into his house as as hungry as a dog, you came out satiated. Ben Sitzes, I guess, is why was he called that? Choice of Sitzesa Nigraras Al because his Sitzes, the the fringes of his of his garment, like the Sitzes were uh, were um, uh, they were dragged on on cushions, like he had cushions, like his clothes went on cushions so as not to get dirty. Very fancy guy. He can have some say shaykhs kiss up with us playing Rami that his seat, his seat was among the elders of Rome, the great people of Rome, meaning he was uh, in the cabinet there. He would sit with the uh, with the high high people in Rome. So these were very wealthy people. Khadamar once said on Basara, I will supply Wheat and barley to all the Jews from, for as we'll see, for 21 years. Once said, I'll supply wine, salt, and oil. Once said, but I will supply wood, you know, ship, ships of wood for fuel. Why? And rabbis praised the one who, who, who uh, would supply the fuel. I would give all the keys to my storehouses, to my, uh, you know, to the to the storage units, uh, to my servant. Except for the wood. Because for a storehouse of wheat, you need 60 courthouses of fuel. In other words, the amount of wheat that you have, you need 60 times that of fuel. Fuel was, Without the fuel, you wouldn't be able to cook and, and process, etc. So he said that was the most important. In any case, these three wealthy people said that they will supply these uh, three main elements for food. They had enough there to feed them for 21 years. However, so they could have they could have withstood the siege for 21 years because they had the walls of Yerushalayim protecting them and they had plenty of food. But they had these ruffians, these tough guys who were and like is like translated as like the empty-headed ones, just wanted to fight. Let's make peace with the Romans, with them. Let's make peace with them. Well, okay, we'll be under their, we'll be subservient to them, but at least we'll have peace. 
the ruffians, the Baryoni, did not allow them to. So they said the opposite. Let's go make war with them. We'll beat them. Rabbanu said to them, you won't be successful. So the Baryoni fell. So they were like at a standoff because the Baryoni wanted to make war. The rabbis and those who followed them didn't want to make war. Um, and they said, look, we can last for 21 years and we have plenty of food. Come they got up, Kalinu, Lahanu, Ambri, Nechiti, Vesari. The Bayona went up and they burned down, they purposely burned down all the storehouses of wheat and barley uh, so that they wouldn't have what to eat. And they would force the Jews to fight because they, were, they would be starving. They wouldn't be able to sustain themselves and have supplies. Baba Kofna, there was a, there was a, uh, a big famine. Marsha Basbaisis, a very wealthy, Asir Yushalayim, she was the richest woman in Yushalayim, this Martha, a very wealthy woman. She sent out her servant, she said, go bring me some, some fine flour. Uh, when he went, his daven was all sold out. Also, he came back, like there's no fine flour, but there is some white flour, like more coarser flour. Go bring me that. When he got there, his daven, it was all sold out, right? By the time he got there, it was sold out. Also, there's no more white flour. But there's some, some dark flour, you know, some uh, lousier flour. Rashi says, like, you know, bad, like a black bread. Also, she told him, bring me that. By the time he got there, that was sold out too. He wasn't a very bright guy. He should have brought some stuff right away, but whatever. He kept, that's what happened. There is some barley flour. I said, bring me that. Uh, by this time, she was probably pretty upset, right? By the time he went, his davenet was also, 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 there was nothing left. She, had, she was uh, barefoot at home. She didn't even have any, any shoes on at the time. I'll go find something. This guy's not bringing me anything. Every time he tells me that he found something, goes back to get it, it's gone. I'll go and see if I can find something. Some animal dung got stuck to her foot. She was barefoot. Umesa, she couldn't handle it. It was she was such a delicate woman. She died. I said about her, he read the Pasik that says, Haraka This is in the Tochacha in Kisabo. The soft one among you, the delicate one, whose foot has never stepped, you know, barefoot has never stepped on dirt. This is what's going to happen. That was the tochacha. That's what I mean. Some say that she didn't die from dung on her foot, which got her so upset that she went crazy and died. Some say, she ate the dried figs of Rapsara, the Isnisa, and she became sick from that. She became sick from the uh, maybe. As we would say today, maybe it was infected, uh, Umesa, and she died from that, from eating dried figs that she got from Ratzadik. And what was the story of Ratzadik? Ratzadik was a great Tano, a great man. He fasted for 40 years, so Yishlam should not be destroyed. Prayed every day and fasted for 40 years straight. He was so famished and, and uh, emaciated from fasting when he would eat something, you could see it on the outside, you could see it go down his throat. It was so so thin that the food, you could just see it go down. When he wanted to, when he would break his fast and try to eat something, mice like Brogris, he would, they would bring him a dried fig and he wouldn't, he wouldn't be able to swallow it. He wouldn't be able even to chew it and swallow it. But mites, 
uh, mayu. He would suck out its juice, the shalilu, and throw it away. So he sucked out its juice, but he got it uh, contaminated, right? When you sucked on it, and he would throw it. And Kiyavi, and, and what happened was, uh, she, this Martha, according to the economy, uh, this Martha, Vasbaisus, uh, she found that those figs and ate those figs, which had been contaminated by his disease. Kiyavi Konecha Nafsha, and then she died. As she was dying, she took out all the gold and silver in her house. Shadisa Bishikit threw it in the market. Omar, she said, Hi, Lamami Bali, what do I need the gold and silver? I'm dying because there's nothing to eat and I got infected, etc. Behind the Siv, Kaspa Machutsu Sashlicha, the Pasin Chesko says that they will throw out their silver in the marketplace, in the streets, in the courtyards, whatever. They'll throw it outside. Abba Sikra, that was his name, Reshba Yerushalayim. He was the head of the Biryonim, the head of these ruffians in Yerushalayim. As it happens often, people have bad nephews. He was Rabbi Yochum sister's boy. He was, uh, he was Rabbi Yochum Zakkai's nephew. He sent him to like a boy. So Rabbi Yochum said to his nephew, he sent him a message, come, come, come to me, uh, come secretly, I want to talk to you. How long are you going to keep this up and you're going to kill all of us all with a famine? You've destroyed all the food. I'm like, my Abba, what should I do? If I tell the Bryoni anything, probably they'll kill me. Interesting. He was the head of the Bryonim. That's what, that's, you know, things are no different. You think the guy's in charge. You think that uh, he says something and they listen. If he would tell them they're such rough guys that they would kill him. You know, they go after the, after the king. See away from me, see a remedy for me with the deed to Apic. I want to get out of town. Let me get out of Yerushalayim. I'm going to go, I'll go see the Romans. I want to go talk to them. How can you sneak me out of town? Maybe I'll be able to save a little bit because the way we're going, we're all going to die. Pretend you're sick. They'll ask about you. They'll come to visit you. But I see me and bring something. Stinking, a uh, very uh, smelly thing, like a dead, like a dead animal of sorts. The agni gabachim. Let let put that in your next to your uh, bed. The uh, limru and people will say nach nafsha. People will smell it and they'll say you must have died. Uh, it's like the the foul smell of death. And then your students should come in. And then your students should take you out, like on your beard to your uh, cemetery, as if you're as if we're taking out of your shrine to bury you. And that should be your Talmidim, the Lalarikshan Vachta Kalat. And let your own students carry you. They'll be in on the secret. Because if any other people, if the uh, Biryone uh, or the Romans were to lift you, they'll know that you're alive. Because you could tell them between a person who's alive and dead, a live, a live person weighs less. The Inuyada, they knew the Chaya Kalmimesa, that a person who's alive is much lighter than a person who's dead. That's where you get the term dead weight, right? Uh, so Abarachi, that's what they did. They did. They pretended he died. He had uh, some foul-smelling thing, uh, you know, with him. Nichnas um, Belazur came in. One of his Talmud Belazur came in on one side. And they carried him out. When they got to the door, now the Biryoni, who were the Jews, who were fighting, though, they, they were against the rabbis. They wanted to make a war. And they didn't want any, any uh, communication with the Romans. They just wanted to fight. And they were afraid something like this might happen. Maybe you'll sneak the rabbis out and they'll make peace. So Bala Mikre, they wanted to take on the beer. They wanted to uh, uh, spear 
the beer, you know, they, they had to make sure that whoever's in there is dead. You know, they don't want to take any chances with any secrets. Young Robin Duffer, they're going to say, the guardian will say that this is what they did. They were taking him out to the funeral and now you're piercing his body. How, how disrespectful is that? Well, the they wanted to throw it down, like push him or, or push it up or down. Yeah, they wanted to like to scare him to see if he'll say anything. I'm a little Robin Duffer. That's what they're going to say that that's what you do. You push the beer or you, you know, dropped it on the floor to see if he's going to say anything. Possibly, Baba, they opened up the gate. They went out. Kimat lost him. When he got there, they took him all the way to the Roman camp. When they got there, Umar, he said to Vespasian, Peace with you, king. Vespasian answered, You're two cases of, you've committed two capital sins. You have to be killed twice. I'm not the king, but Karsi Malka. You're making fun of me. I'm not a king. You're calling me the king. If I am the king, why didn't you come to me till now? If I'm the king, you should have shown me proper respect and come to me until now. So for each case, you are you are disrespectful towards me and you're deserving of death twice. Amalei, the come out of this is you say that you're not the king, that you're not the king. You're saying, I'm not the king. I have not the king. If a Malka, you are the king. The Lab Malka, if you wouldn't be the king, Lo wouldn't be put into your hands, the Siv, and he was really uh, he was really foretelling that he was going to be the king. Uh, because it becomes why the Siv says Balbanon Badir The Lebanon, which you'll see is the base of Migdash, will fall into the hands of the mighty one. The Ainadir Elamelech, mighty one first the king. The Siv it says, Vahoya Adiro Mimenu, Rashi quotes the end of the Pasik, Umoshlo Mikiro Yetse. And the ruler will come out from its midst. So you see that. Adir refers to the ruler, the mighty one refers to the ruler. And it says, right, in, in the beginning of Eschanan. So you see over here, it says that the Lebanon will fall into the hands of the ruler. So if you wouldn't be the ruler, you know, Yushalayim, the base Mish wouldn't fall into your hands. So you are the ruler, number one. Number two, to come in email, you said, if I'm the king, Am I locus? Why, why didn't you come until now? Why are you Abraham Zaki didn't come until now? It says, the Bryona that we have, didn't allow me to. I wasn't allowed, they wouldn't let me out. I'm a late. If you have a barrel of honey, the dark and you've got a uh, a serpent that's uh, surrounded it, you know, that's that's uh it surrounded itself, it's coiled around the uh, barrel. Wouldn't you break the barrel so that the serpent will go away. That's what you do. Ishtik. Uh, and he had no answer to that. Carla Rabyos Rabyosef said about Rabbi Yochamedzaka at that point became Rabbi Kiva some said Rabbi Kiva said, Hashem pushes the uh, the wise men backwards, the data and takes away their das. Like he takes them nemtam avek the cycle. He takes their 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 sense away. He shouldn't he didn't have a good answer. He boiled the we should have said what I would, what, what would I do? I, in other words, he was hinting. The king said to him, "I understand you. You said you're you, the Bryoni are not allowing you. You should have, you should have knocked on the wall. You know, if you knocked on the wall, there wouldn't be anything protecting you, and you could have, you could have uh, come to me earlier. You're saying the Bryoni are surrounding you all, so knock down the wall, and they would, they wouldn't have anything to protect. You could have come there. That's what. The, and Yochum Zaki didn't have an answer, but he should have told him. I'll tell you what we would do if I would have a serpent around a, a barrel of honey." And in order to protect the honey, Shaklin says we would have taken tongs. The Shaklin lay a document, take away the serpent. I wouldn't have destroyed the barrel so that the serpent should go away. I would have just killed the serpent. The Kathleen would have killed him. 
the Chavis of Kilim, we would have left the Chavis intact. That's what he should have answered. That's what Rabbi Kiva or Rabbi Yosef said that Rabbi Yosef should have said, but he couldn't, he didn't think of it. Arahachi, while it was going on, we're at the first of the first wide lines now. Arahachi, Asi Priska, a Shliach came from Rome at that point. A Shliach Halemi, Rome from Rome. Amalei, when he said, Come, everybody rise. The Mesla Kaiser, the king is dead. The Caesar is dead. The Amri, and they said, the, uh, they, they elected you. Amri, Hani, Chashid, Romi, the, the uh, prominent people of Rome said, Los Finnish to make you Vespasian the king. In other words, the king is dead. Long live the new king, Vespasian. Okay, you should that uh, you're a new king. So number one, you see Rabbi Yechmazaki was right when he called him the king. He became the king momentarily. Uh, at that point, just when he came, he had just put on one of his shoes, one of his boots. And the space wanted to put on the other boot. But it wouldn't go on. Why? Because when he heard the good news, his feet became enlarged. Right? So he wanted to take off the other shoe. Low enough, it wouldn't come off. In other words, his feet were enlarged while one shoe was on. He couldn't put the other shoe on and he couldn't take the first one off. Amr, what's going on? Amr, Rabbi said, don't be upset. You got good news. You just became the king. The uh, good news will fatten the bone. What should you do? Bring a, bring a guy here that you're not happy with, that you don't like. Let him pass in front of you. It says, and a uh, a broken spirit will dry up the bone, right? And dry up the bone. So if you, if you, if you see somebody that you pass in front of you, you'll be upset about him. You can't stand that guy. That'll dry up the bone. Your bone will, will shrink again. And you'll be able to, to handle the shoes. Avrach is what he did. And he, uh, and he was able to put the other shoe on. Amalei. If you're so smart, so why don't you come till now? If you're so smart, why weren't you here till now, like a boy? I already told you the reason why. The reason was because they bring on him. I also told you what you should have done about them. Knock down the wall. Well, I got to go back to Rome. I was just elected to be the new emperor. I got to go back there. And I'll send somebody else. Much worse than me. I'll send somebody else. I'm going to send Titus. But, you know, the usual thing. You can ask me one request and I'll give you that. You know, you know you've been good to me. You came to see me finally, and you did solve the, 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 the boot situation, and you did predict that I was going to be the king. So uh, you can ask me for one request. The famous line, give me Yavna and its wise men. Let them stay alive. On the family, the dynasty of Mulil, because he was from, they had a cabal that he was from Shevet Yehuda, so that the uh, the uh, monarchy will will survive. And I want a, a, some doctors, some physicians, the Messiah who can heal Rav Sadak. Sadak who had fasted and was so sickly that he infected, in fact, those figs. So please give me somebody to cut him. Probably Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef said he again, Rav Kiva, same possibility. Hashem turns Chachamim backwards, but Daiti Misalach takes away their das. Should have said, listen, leave us alone. Lay off the siege. You know, let your shalim stay this time. Why didn't she ask for everything? You know, why did you just ask for Yavna Chachamel and the Shalshel of Mulio? You should have said, can you hold off this war? Let us be this time. Come back, you know, come back in 20 years. Why didn't you say that? But who suffered? They wouldn't do that much. They wanted me anything. In other words, he felt pasta move, a pasta. If you'd have asked for everything, he wouldn't have gotten anything. So he figured, let me at least ask for this, I'll get that. 
Um, so, uh, so that's what happened. And they allowed Avner uh, Chachomer and the family of Rimuel and the physicians for Sodom. So, so Asfas of Masain Lorzarek, my, my, he, what did they do? Yomakama, the third day, Ashkia, my, they gave him some water, the pari, which had like coarse bran mixed in into it. The next day, Mayim the Sipuka. The next day, they gave him water with uh, both the uh, both the uh, coarse bran and flour, like thicker flour mixed up. In other words, little by little to enlarge his intestines. The next day, Mayim became just plain water with, with flour. Until his intestines got larger and larger, and he was able to consume food. Uzzel, so, so Vespasian went back, Vespasianus went back. Rome and he sent Shadow of Titus. He sent Titus. About his son, Pardon? His son? Son, son. Okay. Little fact. Yeah. No, uh, that's what they say. Okay. Azul sent this for Omar, who had said, Eloheimo, Sura who where is their God? The rock that they trust in, you know, where that they trust in. Is that Titus of Russia? That's what the Pusik said about him. He was actually Shechorev, who, who uh, disgraced and he shamed the Gidif and he blasphemed Klapi Malab towards God Mal. So what did he do? Tafas Zoni grabbed a prostitute and went into the Kurdish question to the Holy of Holies. The TSA authority spread out a safer Torah, but overall and he committed uh, he committed an, uh, you know a sexual act uh, on the on the Torah in the Kurdish question with this honor. The Natal Saif. Then he took a sword, the Gideras of Rochas. He took, he took a, uh, a, sword, a sword and he slashed the parochas that separated between the base Kodesh Kodeshim and the, and, the, and the regular part of the Mishkan, or the base of Mekdosh. And he cut it. The Nasanes, and a miracle happened by Damit Spatzes, blood. When he slashed the parochas, blood spurted out. The Yotze. He thought that he literally killed the Chasvachil of God. And he was able to do that. Shinemar, it says, Your enemies will roar in the midst of your meeting place. Uh, they made their signs into signs. In other words, they felt that this was a sign that he had killed for Chasfil God. Abachanan Omer says, Who is great like you, God, who is mighty? Chasen is like mighty. Who is a strong you, who is mighty in what sense? Strong. That you were able to 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 restrain yourself. Shata needs so we can do. But you hear his disgracing and his uh, cursing and and uh, his um, blasphemy blasphemy. Russia that Russia Titus Mishosik and you're quiet about it. You know who is as great as you? Who is great? Do we say this every day? Who is like you among the gods? Who is among you among the mutes? In other words, that you're able to mute yourself and you kept quiet. Ma'asa, what did Titus do? Nathos, because he took the brokas for us. So, I mean, he made it like a basket. Maybe call comes from it. She brought all the kale in the base. We just made him bummy and put him in there. Well, she was He took the whole thing in, in the, in the parochus, all the kale, put him in a boat, to go and get praise back in, in Rome. Shinemar, Ubechain Raisi, Pusik says, who are worthy of being buried, Ubo, when they came, from the place, the holy place, the base Migdash, they went, and they'll be forgotten, they'll be forgotten here. What does it mean? Don't say buried, that they gathered the stuff together, they gathered all the kalim. They'll be praised, 
they'll be praised in their holy town of Rome. Here, maybe they'll be forgotten about, but there they'll be praised. Some say, literally buried, even things that the Jews had buried, many of the treasures that the Jews buried in anticipation of the siege, uh, they were able to find them too. Uh, so, so we took, put everything in the boat, in the ship, and they took it back to Rome. A big storm came like a hurricane and was going to drown the uh, the, the boat. Uh, Omar, the, the ship, Omar Kabdumani, I think, uh, Titus said, Shalohem Shalelu, their God, the God of Israel, Angoros He's only strong in the water. Paro came, he drowned him in the in the Yamsuf, Bamayim. Bosisrasisa came, Tafmayim. His troops were uh, were Nachal Kishom. Uh, were were uh, were drowned there. Uh, Cicero's uh, troops. I don't think not him himself, right? But his but his uh, troops. Afu Also, in other words, he's only good on the water. Their God only can destroy in water, not on dry land. In Giboru, if he's so strong, Yala Let him let him take me on in dry land. Let him go. He don't. He's not like the God of the sea of the water. There he can get you. Uh, if he's so strong, let him come up to dry land and let him make Muhammad with me there. This goes in line with they used to think the in those days they used to think that the you know the the sea has a god and this one has a god this one like different gods it's only good there. That's a basket Omerlo Basco went and said Russia been Russia the the Russia the son of a Russia like you said the son of his of his Asian then Benoshal Asa Russia you're a descendant of Asa uh I have a small creature only in my world it's called a gnat. A microlabrical, why is it called a small one? My own is like it's got a mouth, it doesn't have any place to, to excrete uh, uh, excrement, doesn't have any, uh, any uh, uh, you know, there's, there's no um, aperture there for, you know, for letting out, only for me, it's very tiny. Alelia Basha, go up on dry land. Make war with the little man, I'll show you how strong you are. Ale uh, Bashi went up to dry land, and as the boat came there, that's what we say. All the Kalim of the basement are still in Rome. Bayitosh, uh, the net came. went up through his nose. Benachemochon was knocking against his brain. Shevashan for seven years was knocking against uh, Titus's brain. Yumachad one day, one day he was passing by the gate of a of a blacksmith. Shamakol Arzafta, and he heard the noise of the uh, the hammer of the of the blacksmith and Ishtik. When the gnat heard that, gnat stopped knocking. It was like quiet. He heard that that banging. They stopped. Omar, he get the kanta. Oh, I've got a solution for the gnat that's in my brain. Call Yuma, my Now, for every day they brought a blacksmith to bang in front of uh, uh, Titus. Umachu uh, If he was a he would pay four zuz if he came for the day and not and banged all day. Guess you know to make up for his loss of work. He wasn't uh, doing regular work there. Israel, Amalei. If he was a Jew, he would say, uh, uh, And it's enough that you could see your your enemy. Uh, I'm your enemy, right? I'm your enemy. It's enough that you see me in pain. That's good enough. So, um, that, you know, that as soon as you stop banging, uh, the gnat the starts knocking at him. The gnat got used to the noise. And he kept on knocking, even though he heard the noise. In other words, originally... When they heard when he they heard the noise, he stopped knocking on the brain. But once uh, he got used to it, he kept on knocking anyway, so it didn't help. Tanya, I was among the elders of Rome, the big shots, uh, the uh, the rulers. When 
tied aside Patsuas Mocho. They uh, they did a postmortem and they opened up his brain. Umatsubo Katsipa, they found something like a tsipa drawer, I guess the size of a wild uh, uh, bird. Mishko Shneson, they weighed that much, way too slender. They found this big, uh, apparently like the, the net had grown and it was very big. Masisatana, Kagoza Banshana, like a pigeon a year old. Mishko Shnei, look even more. Amra Bahi Nakitan. And we have a we have a tradition that Tivshel Nechoshes that the um, the mouth of this of this uh, creature inside his brain was was had was made of brass. But see, Barnshel Barzel and its um, its claws, its its nails were of iron. That's where the, that's the pain that he had in there in his brain. That's how Hashem took care of him. Kevi Tamais when he was dying, Amr Amr we told them like Luyei Laugav, I want to be burned. I want, I want uh, to, um, you know, burn my body, uh, and scatter my ashes on the seven seas. The the so God, the, the God of the Jews, will not find me. You're gonna, I'm gonna, you scatter my ashes over the seven, over the seven seas. They won't find me. But look, Bedina, if he'll find me, he'll bring me up to judgment because he knows what I did to the Jews. So I don't want to be found. So when I die. Uh, I want to be um, cremated and scatter my ashes over the seven nations so he won't find me. At that point, Unculus, the, who was the famous, became the famous Unculus, uh, Unculus at Bahamut Targum, Bar Colunicus, he was the son of Colunicus, Bar Achse de Titus, again, the nephew of Titus. He was his nephew. Have a boy, Ligura, he wanted to be Megayer. So he went and he raised Titus Benegida through sorcery. Necromancy. He tried to raise him up from the dead. He was thinking uh, at that point he was still a guy. So he, uh, before he used sorcery, before he became Jewish, and uh, he, was, he was interested in becoming Jewish. Amalei man chashba who is um, who is important, uh, who is prominent in the next world? He said to Titus, Amalei Yisrael, the Jews. Malud bukivosh, I joined them. Amalei malayim nefishin. They've got a lot of rules. They got a whole uh, 613 mitzvahs and the rabbanans for low muslim. You won't be able, you won't be able to handle it. Um, you won't be able, you know, to um, fulfill it and to, to keep all the laws. Zil igribu, go fight against them, Boalma, in this world. and you'll be in charge. You'll be a big shot. Whoever is an enemy of the Jews becomes great. Like you know, the Iranians are not that strong, but if they become our enemy, they're they're very prominent. Whoever fights against the Jews becomes very uh, become goes is on top and is uh, very very prominent. What was what's your punishment? In other words, Unculus was talking to Titus. Titus was dead, and he asked him about the Jews. He said, "It's too hard to fulfill them. You won't be able to. You should fight against them instead." What's your punishment? Amalei, we're at the top of the Zion now. But my I am punished. With what I said myself, I'm going to be. I'm punished with my own, my own, uh, my, what I, what I asked for. Every day they gather my ashes. and I'm judged. and then I'm cremated. In other words, every day they gather up all my ashes. I'm judged again. They burn me again, and then they spread my ashes out again. So that's what happened with Titus and uh, with um, with Uncleus and his uncle Titus. You know, famous Uncle Titus. Azal Aske Libilum. Then he raised Unclus again, raised Bilam, a Russia. But again, again with the necromancy, with the sorcery. Amalek, Man Chashbah, said the same thing. Who is prominent next word? Amalek Yisrael, the Jews. 
Elaz Bilam was also dead at this point, um, um, as we just learned in last week's parsha, right? Remember, we had in Pine Pimples, it says, and they killed Bilam ben Borho, Gubacharu. Why did they kill him? Because he came to collect. He only got some of the money up front. He, he came to collect money. You know, that's always, that's why they always want some of the money up front. And they want it in Switzerland, because if you come to collect, just, why should they pay you? They'll just kill you instead. That's what happened. So, Amalei Yisrael Ma'ol Lidbuka, should I join the Jews? Should I uh, convert Amalei? Lo Tidra Shlomo Metavasim Kala Yamim. I hear the they're taking a pasuk. It's talking about with uh, that the Jews are supposed to tell the guy. Lo Tidra Shlomo Metavasim Kala Yamecha. He took that pasuk and he turned it around. Now don't don't uh, seek their 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 goodness anytime. Amalei Bina Du Gavav Mai. What's your punishment, Bilam? And then next for Amalei B'Shichva Zero Sechas with hot semen, with burning hot semen. Rashi explains it's Mida Kenegamida because he uh, he seduced the Jews with the Midianite, with, with the Pnos Moab, with the Moabite women, and caused them to sin. And with, with obviously with Shechva Zera, so he caused them to sin. He seduced the the, uh, the Jews with the Moabite women. So Mida Kenegamida, he was burnt in hot semen. So he raised another sinner among the uh, sinners of the Jews. Raise another one of him from there. Amalei Malchash Ba'amal, who's next? Who is Chash next? Amalei Yisrael, the same answer. Yisrael is prominent next world. Malei Bugush, I join them. Amalei Tavasam Tidros, Ruasam Tidros. Just seek their good, not their bad. In other words, be good with the Jews. If you touch, if you try to fight with them, do anything to them, it's like you're hurting your own eye. In other words, it's it's um, suicidal to go against the Jews. Whoever fights against Jews is going to is going to lose out and going to be hurt. Amalei Dina Dehugavra Bamai. What's your punishment in the next world? Amalei Betzoro Seches in hot dung. Dumbermar, because what famous line that Kolamalu Gal Dibe Chachamim. In other words, the Poshe Yisrael who are talking about Shidel. Bilam was a guy. He was a navi of the Goyim. Titus was for sure a guy. Here we're talking about the Poshe Yisrael who, who made fun and didn't keep the rules of the Chachamim. Kolamalu Gavicham. Whoever makes fun of the Chachamim, Dibe Betzoro Seches is punished with hot dung. So the Gemara now says, because that's what happened. Rashi goes on to say that uh, we're talking about the Divrei Sofer against the rules of the rabbis. Be careful with the words of the rabbis more than Divrei Torah. Whoever makes fun of that will be will be judged this way. Now the Gemara says, Yisrael. Look at the difference here between Poshe Yisrael, the sinners, uh, to the um, versus the Nevi'im, like Bilam, who is a Rabbi of Arazara. And Rashi says, Bilam Look at the difference between them. The difference between them is that uh, that um, uh, Bilam said, "Don't do any, don't don't seek their good at all. Don't seek their good at all." And he was punished one way. The uh, the uh, Jewish um, let's call them after course, and the ones who get went against the, uh, the, the um, uh, went against the Chachamim, they said, don't start, don't start up with the Jews, be good to the Jews. The Bilam said still, be bad to the Jews, don't, don't seek their good, don't seek their good. The bad Jews said, no, seek their good, don't seek their bad. Tanya Rambleser, Borei Kama Gedola Kofu Shabusha. Look how great is, this is summing up the story. Look how great is the power of embarrassing somebody. Shereisiya Kodesh Baruch Hu Es Bar Kamsa, Hashem help Bar Kamsa, 
who was the one who ratted out the Jews. He was a Jew himself. He ratted out the Jews to the Romans. The Hechem is based and destroyed his own house, the base of serpents, and burned down the Hechel. All because the host embarrassed Barakamsa by saying, get out of here. Even though Barakamsa wanted to pay for the whole meal, for the whole, for the whole event, he said, no, get out of here. And he embarrassed him because of that embarrassment. All this led to this story. So this Gemara is brought down because, as we said at the beginning of the Shia, the Sikrikun, uh, at the time of the Sikrikun, after, after the Muhammad's Titus, how the Chacham made Zairus to try to get the land back so it should stay in Jewish hands and what the proper thing is to do. So because of the Sikrikun, the Gemara talked about this story with the Sikrikun, the Gemara brought down that the Pusik of Ashrei Adam, Afachatam, and Machaliba, Yupovara, uh, uh, these uh, three stories. One is the story of Kamsin Bar Kamsin led to Chagri Shalai, and that's the one we we just learned today. And then we have another story with the Tanuko Tormak. Tormak was going to be destroyed because of the story with the rooster and the hen, and because of the side of a carriage, uh, Beitar was destroyed. And those stories will continue with tomorrow at the uh, at the two dots here where we left off. Uh, the story of Tormalka and the story of uh, of um, Beitar. We'll finish, finish, we'll do those stories tomorrow. Have a good day, everybody. Okay. <laughs>